And now the super genius, Mark Madden. This is Mark Madden. It is. A double M, big fan. I think there's a better chance of me and Selena Gomez being parents to triplets. The X at 105.9. Joining me now from DKPittsburghSports.com. He's sponsored by Walnut Grill. He's Serbian reactionary Dayon Kovacevic. Dayon, first off, uh, that, that get-go sub with the egg rolls on the sub and mm-hmm. General So's chicken, how good was that? You know, I'm, I'm gonna, not saying that by way of plug. I'm saying that because it sounds like something I would really like to eat. I'm going to admit I, I plucked the egg rolls off, but it was surprisingly, it worked. I, it, it sounds ridiculous. but You, the, you know what it's like? There's there's a, a, it's a good bun. That, that's what saved it. There's a place I go to in Vegas called... Uh, Called Capriotti's. It's like a it's like a local mm-hmm. chain for sandwiches. Mm-hmm. You've mentioned it. And they have something called the Bobby. And what they do is they throw Thanksgiving leftovers on a bun. Like turkey stuffing, uh gravy, cranberry. It sounds like it shouldn't be great, I except got... it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, actually. Gitgo does something like that. They're, yeah, they're about to make a big deal out of that. The pilgrim, yeah. I think it's called. Yeah, it's called the pilgrim. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, anyway, moving uh, to your column at DK Pittsburgh Sports yesterday. I agree that the Steelers are totally unlikable. Uh, I don't think they'll fix it. But aren't they just a typical NFL team in that regard? Hasn't the NFL kind of gone to hell in in, in that vein? Well, first of all, for clarity, I didn't say they were totally unlikable. Most of the guys on that team are eminently likable. Actually, that's true. Okay, so let's let's be clear on that. However, however, they've got issues. And, uh, you know, I've downplayed... The discipline thing, because I hate the fact that it seems to be number one on everybody's lips as it relates to this team. Uh, I think they've had more significant, more tangible problems in their playoff losses in recent years. But at the same time, you know, if it's a problem, then get rid of it. It's a controllable problem. Football coaches, Mark, are so into controlling every little variable that they can. Why not this? I, I totally agree. That's what I don't get. And uh, I I don't think the lack of discipline and focus affects the winning and losing drastically. But I think when you lose to a team at home, you were favored to beat in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and you got your dumbass safety at the other team's locker room door mouthing off, and you got the head coach talking about playing New England even before they beat Jacksonville, I think you have to conclude that's a negative factor. It's a, it's a factor. The factor for me, is a whole lot more boring than that. No I mean, question. Javon Hargrave, bad back. Stefan Tuitt, bad wing. Tyler Matikavich, bad shoulder. And no the, question, and the Jaguars still, ran still, right up the gut. It's still a game you should win. It's a game you should win. And let's not let Ben off the hook there either. He didn't need to throw the early picks. No, and Lev didn't need to miss the walkthrough. And, right. I mean, just, just so much crap happened. But, there is. But, but, but let's move. put it this way. It's I, This is the part. Look. I'm going to throw out a name here. A lot of people in Western Pennsylvania. I can't believe a running back would dare miss the walkthrough for a playoff. But I got let's go to like a guy like Jim Render, the longtime football coach at Upper St. Clair. You and I have dealt with Coach Render for a long time. We know the kind of coach that he is, the discipline that's involved. To me, he's always been, in a way, the personification of a football coach. Right. In that he just takes control of every situation that he can. Now that's high school football, to be fair. Understood. However, that's the football mentality, that's the football culture. You want to control as much as you can. And to just say, eh, you know what, the wide receiver went off and you know freaked out on Twitter and whatever, look at what Tom Coughlin did in Jacksonville. Not exactly parallel situations, but that's his best player, Jalen Ramsey. The Steelers couldn't do the same thing to their best player. Well, in that regard, what should the Steelers say to Antonio O'Brien about the Children's Hospital and Ed Bouchette situations, 
And what should Antonio Brown have to do? Well, first of all, starting at the at the football level, there's there's nothing to be said. Those things are handled separately with any professional sports team. They're handled by community officials. They're handled by someone who would be higher up. And in the Steelers hierarchy, that would be you, you'd have to go to Art Rooney for that to happen. Uh, that said, they're going to take into context how much community work they do. And did he have to do it at all in the first place? Some guys don't do well, it actually, at all. Actually, I'm more concerned okay? with the Bouchette thing. Well, you asked, you asked about that first. Bouchette's a Hall of Fame football writer. He's covered the team for decades. When the Steelers' mm-hmm. history gets written, he'll have written a big part of it. Mm-hmm. And Antonio Brown was unspeakably rude and hostile toward him. Yeah, that's the parallel for me with Jacksonville. With and that, that, yeah, that's the issue because Ramsey... Although uh, he was physically threatening, which which is different, although... There's something Antonio Brown said to Ed that I yeah. There's something divulge. that we yeah. don't. There's something that we don't know that I was do additionally know, but I'm sworn said. To it's secrecy for now. Uh, I, I would say that in 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 the case where a player is behaving a certain way, the behavior, not the. This is why I wanted to set the children's hospital thing aside. The behavior, particularly when it involves something that's football related, that's the domain of the head coach. Well, shouldn't he have to apologize, Dead Bouchette? I'm not going to say that the head coach should tell the wide receiver to apologize because that wouldn't mean anything. What would he what would it, you know, he'd he'd say I'm care. sorry. I don't care. I want to hear it come out of his mouth. If the wide receiver had any common sense, and I think he abandoned that a long time ago, Mark. I I've written this in columns about AB. I no longer recognize who he is. He, I do. He's he's he, a narcissistic douchebag. He was not that way. For a good period of his well, time of course, here he came with as the a Steelers, nobody from Central Michigan, and now he's overachieved, and that's to his credit. But he, he, you know what? He really has forgotten who he is. I think, and he, I'm sure he thinks he's done anything but that. But more, more in the last two years, and then to have the head coach accommodate that the way he has. Look, on one hand, I get it. You want the best wide receiver in the world on your team. And Mike Tomlin had the conversation with him, the infamous one at the steakhouse downtown before the extension. And he went over stuff, and and then he shows up at training camp, and he lets his Instagram guy run around with him, including on the field. Uh, it's just not, it's not the kind of thing that football coaches do. And I'm oh, going to say the, this the again: the clowns have taken over the circus. And I'm going to, but I'm going to say it again. I just the part that I hate is talking about this stuff is that it's just not their number one issue. But I understand where it is something that people like to talk about, want to talk about. Because it is out there and it is annoying. I'm it's legitimately it. annoying. I'm going to talk about so it. So I have heard. And, and and I want to bring this up because Barry Bonds was in the news having gotten his number retired in San Francisco. Yes. Uh, one word answer. I don't want to debate it. Should his number 24 be retired here in Pittsburgh? No. Okay. You're wrong, but but let's uh, move on. <laughs> well, you got more than one word in, but it's your show. It really is. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but Jim Leland, when he had his yep. blow up with Barry Bonds back when? was canonized because of that. Yes. And, and I'm not saying rightly or wrongly, but that made his rep. But yet people mm, don't... People, yes. People... At the it, time. It affirmed his rep. Yes. People don't want Mike Tomlin to do the same thing. Why is that? Because these are really very similar situations. Why do you say that they don't want Tomlin to do that? That's not what I get from people at oh, all. Oh, no. I think I, I think about 66%, two-thirds people say, ah, leave Antonio alone. Oh, He's having fun. Oh, Let him have fun. No. Let him and Juju have fun. Wow. It's supposed to be fun. It's a game. Let him have fun. Well, you know, depending on the day of the week and whatever else, we're going to get a different gauge on the public, and nobody can be completely right on this. But uh, what I hear from people is that they want Tomlin to take control. Uh, they want, well, he won't. They want him to, to be 
not just more of a disciplinarian, but also, you know, a little bit more down to earth. You know what's funny is is no one cares at all, and they really shouldn't. What happens to media, whether it's the Ed Bouchette thing or whether it's even oh, just no, how you're talked to in a press conference? I don't expect people to care, but don't expect right. me to not care. In a press conference setting, especially, but I hear an awful lot of, wow, I wish that he would treat you guys with more respect and stuff. Like, see, again, I don't care. I don't care how he ever answers any of my questions. It's it's not something that I would take personally one way or the other, including if he said, hey, man, that's a brilliant question. I honestly don't care. That won't happen. But... You know, I think they want to see him show some signs, not so much of contrition, but just of acknowledgement. Look, man, this didn't work I two years see, ago. I want this to didn't see, work last year. I want to see Antonio Brown respect somebody besides himself, and I want the head coach to insist on it. But if he insists on it, Mark, what are you getting out of it? Doesn't matter. Yeah, you, it doesn't you to think, you, but you, I think it would to some people. You think all those kids puts out You a, think a, all those kids that Jim Render coached in submission at Upper St. Clair wanted to do what he <laughs> wanted them to do? Because I don't think so. The poor Upper St. Clair kids coached into submission. I love it. That's right. I don't see it. I, I don't see what just picture the tweet. And that's what it would be, too. That AB puts out that says, you know what, Ed, I really respect you. I'm so sorry. I don't care if he means it or not. He should have to do it. We're talking to Dejan Kovacevic. But you know what? Tomlin could do something. He could do something because he did it with D'Angelo Williams. Remember? Quit while you're ahead. Remember that tweet? At Coach Tomlin. Quit while you're ahead. Uh, he's done it to other guys. He's told He told Mike Mitchell, basically, to get to get off of social media. He's scared of Antonio Brown. He knows Antonio Brown. no question. He's made Antonio Brown the boss. There's no question. That happened the moment the contract was signed. The let extension. Me, let me tell you a potential disaster I see for the Steelers, besides their defense. And I talked about this with Peter King yesterday. Le'Veon Bell showed up late last year, and he, he wasn't real good for a while. But I understand that. He wasn't in quote-unquote football shape. And he was pretty good. Not as good as you need him to be, but pretty good most of the season. Yes. This year he's going to show up late and with one foot out the door already. That doesn't bode well. Yeah, but that one foot out the door is headed toward the bigger money. But I think he gets the bigger money no matter what he does this coming year. I don't know about that. I mean, if you're talking the kind of money that he is, and he is going to be a year older, and his tires are going to have more wear on them, uh, and believe me, the one thing you're not going to see from Tomlin uh, this fall is him taking it easy on Bell and his touches. Cause as oh, I, no, of course not. As why, I, why should he? As I've heard cynics say about the Pirates and young pitchers, who are you saving them for, the Yankees? Well, in this case, the Steelers need to get everything that they can out of Bell. I bet Bell rebels against that. Ah, uh, really? I don't. That's not really been his thing. I mean, he loves the touches. He we'll loves to show that. it off. Because now, like I said, Dejan, the difference is between last year and this, now he knows he's leaving. Yeah, he does. It, I mean, it's going to be fascinating to watch that play out. I don't think we've had a true, like, really highly visible lame duck stealer in a long, long time. Uh, and to have it be someone in that situation who you know you have to use and he knows you have to use him, very different. That defense could be a disaster without Shazier. Oh, uh, come on. Uh, you don't think so? No. How you figure? Because the, these guys, Mark, uh, my impressions of them. Which guys? Out in Latrobe, the secondary. The guys that they've been using, the athletes that they've put out there, are making plays. They're making plays on the football. Yes, it's, you know, training camp ball. It's out at Chuck Knoll Field. I get it. Uh, but they've liked a lot of what they've seen, and for good cause, 
And what I like, and Ben brought this up unilaterally, by the way, a couple days ago when we were out there asking him questions, he brought up on his own the fact that the Steelers' secondary is making dynamic plays. Oh, no, they got, a couple, they got a couple picks in the and, first game. They got their hands on the ball. Hands on the ball. And have been doing it pretty consistently at practice. And they're also tackling people. They tackled and, Ed Bouchette. And Mike Hilton, uh, in particular, has been a wild card that they've been using sometimes. Yeah. It looks crazy at deep safety. Be really good. Well, you know why that is, though? They, they, one problem's going to be, if you're going to play the various, you know, multiple mm-hmm. defensive back variations yep. they attend to, you need somebody you can really trust behind everybody. Yes. They don't trust Sean Davis. And they and they didn't and shouldn't have trusted Mike Mitchell in that regard because he couldn't tackle anybody. He couldn't get close enough to and, tackle and them. He couldn't run with the various injuries and just being old. Asked, asked Mike Tomlin one day, this was last week, what's Hilton doing back there? Simple answer, he can tackle. That's it. That's how they see yeah, it. The only problem with that is, though, if he's the deep guy, he's also one of your playmakers. And you can't be a playmaker and the deep guy. Yeah, but wait wait till everybody gets a load of Terrell Edmonds and what he's doing up at the line. I he hope might so. be there. So. This is going to sound nuts. He might be their best safety right now. I've been saying I expect him to start mm-hmm. the season yes. with significant playing time. One other thing real quick. I don't know if you heard me talking about the dollar defense. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have the guts to play it all the time because it's too radical. And I think for it to work... You need to stupefy the other team's passing game by having it out there quite often. Yeah, and, and in fairness, to, to make sure that everybody understands this, the Steelers have only been using that thing in fake third and eight situations out I know, at camp. They, you need to use it more if it's going to so make a difference. It is, but remember that even when it's not the dollar defense, when it's just the one linebacker out there, and that's Vince Williams, it's it's... Still not that revolutionary. Ben said the other day, somebody asked, uh, Mike Pursuit asked him, how, how many of these have you seen as a, as, you know, in the NFL of late? And Ben just looked, raised his eyebrows and said, a lot. So it's seven D backs? Yep. I don't know about that. I'm quoting the quarterback. Take it up with him. He comes on the show. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's probably not what you'd ask. He's been known to change his, uh, the story now and again. That's Dejan Kovacevic. I'm Mark Madden. Up next, ask Mark anything. 412 333 WXDX.